following content saw your mama showing out at the at the cookout last week. <laughs> Tell your mom pull a damn dress down. It's not that kind of function. Or is it? Maybe it is. Hmm. Start the show. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am D. Randall, and I made the mistake of seeing X-Men Dark Phoenix. Don't ask me about it. Why? Because my niece wanted to go see it. Okay, all right. That's fair. All right. And this was her first X-Men movie. She's only 13. So this was her first X-Men movie. She didn't watch, she didn't even watch like First Class. Sure. Um, you know, uh, Days of Future Past and the shit from last time. Yeah. The one with Ivan Ooze. Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ivan Ooze, goddamn. <laughs> the age of Ivan Ooze. Uh, she had a lot of questions about the movie. We all do. She, she said, uh, what book should I read to kind of get a better understanding of what happened in the movie? I said, none of them. I said, what I will do, however, is I will pull up the the old 90s X-Men cartoon yeah. and let you rock with that because that'll give you, that'll that'll get you on the right track to where you need to be. With we'll this. watch the taste of Sansa Stark as the Phoenix out of your, out of your palate. Man. It was, it was a movie that happened. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just glad, I'm glad they're done. Yeah, and you know everybody. Everybody in that movie just—they just look like. Let's just get it over with already. <laughs> yeah, they all—they looked like oh fuck it the last time. Well, they were really like like they literally made the same movie again. Oh Jesus! It, it was the same plot. It was the same beats, and they were just like let's just go through it. Jennifer Lawrence was like, "Hey man, y'all got me here for like a week. Yeah, right. I'm only gonna do one costume change, and I'm out." Evan Peters was like, hey, bro, y'all got me for one day. Whatever y'all can get out of me, y'all good. Evan Peters wrapping all his little uh, his little shits up. You know, he ain't coming back for American Horror Story next season. What? He's not coming back for American Horror Story next season. I don't. Either that or it's going to be his last one. Okay, well, he's, he's had a good run on it. And they're doing, um, oh, they just broke this yesterday. Ryan Murphy says he's bringing back. He's he's gonna do another another Coven, another uh, huh. part of Coven. Okay, I'm ready. I'm with it. That's more Angela Bassett. Let's go. Right, exactly. Big facts. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Not only is that possibly more Angela Bassett, that's more Jessica Lange, and uh, I'm just keeping a buck. Bro. Jessica Lange still get the pipe. About forty years ago, man. This is the best part of King Kong. Could have risked it all. <laughs> Bruh. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm back from vacation. How was it? Man, it was uh, it was equal parts quiet, adventurous, and cold. Wait. Yeah. Cold? Yeah. New York, you just never know, man. Look, I packed for the summer. Like, I packed... For a summer vacation. Because that's what the forecast said. 
when I got to the airport, all of a sudden, that five-day forecast looked a lot different. <laughs> it was just days of rain peppered in. And and let me tell you something. New York don't rain half-ass either. Nah. You could get a two-and-a-half-hour storm. It's either, it's, either, it's either nothing or it's a deluge. Or it's a fucking monsoon out there. My God. And then whenever they say it's going to rain in New York... Just just put in your mind that's going to rain two hours later once you've made up your mind that the weather was wrong. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I did some interesting things in New York. Saw the, for me, you know, I saw a couple museums. I saw the Transit Museum. The New York Transit Museum, I'm fascinated with transit in America in general. And New York Transit is like a Rosetta Stone of the history of transit hmm. in America. Anything that has gone right and anything that has gone wrong with the history and the development of transit in America, it probably happened first in New York. Did we talk about why the F train ain't shit? Well, the F train never going to be shit. The F train never going to be shit. Um, the C train <laughs> is the perfect place to people watch. Um... The two train's pretty good too, because the funny thing is, the two train people that lived in Brooklyn all their life, their big moment of clarity when they become an adult is when they learn that the two, that the two train actually goes outside of Brooklyn to the Bronx. <laughs> and people that have grown up in the Bronx all all their life, their rite of passage is figuring out that the two train goes to Brooklyn. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Let's see. That uh, there was a couple other things that happened, but we will definitely. I, I will get into that actually a little later. Um, humans ain't shit this week. Um, so as you know, Lady Ava, Ava Duvernay has dropped when they see us. Yeah. The miniseries story of the Central Park Five. Yeah. I have not watched it. I also have not watched it. And I also intend to not watch it. <clears throat> I echo your sentiments in not having the intention of watching it as well. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to support Ava in all things. Queen Sugar's coming back next week. Uh, actually, you know what? Go ahead, and, go ahead and follow us on Twitter for the live tweet. We're coming back. My boy Micah with the Killmonger hair and shit. <laughs> That nigga want to belong so bad. You ain't never seen a, a little, just a little, just imagine a little light-skinned, confused-looking nigga with the Killmonger hair. <laughs> so, um, like I said, Ava, I want to support Ava in all things. Um, the problem here, for me, is that I don't want to watch five hours are they like hour long installments? I would assume so. Probably. I don't know. I don't want to watch five hours of the Central Park Five, man. Don't. I don't. I really don't. And here's why. And I can't do misery porn anymore. I call it struggle porn myself. I cannot do this shit. I'm I'm so done. I couldn't watch. Fruit, I couldn't get through Fruitvale Station. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even bother to act like I was gonna watch Detroit. Nope. Shout out to John Boyega. Um, I didn't even. 
I, to this day, never watched 12 Years a Slave. That was the last one that I watched. I can't watch none of them shits. Why? Not because I don't want to support my people. These are all, from what I understand, very good, very good movies with with very good cast, well acted, whole nine yards. Man, I can't do this shit no more because I live this shit. I live this shit. <clears throat> we all did. We all did. If, we all do. If we lived at any point in the eighties, on up, we lived this shit too. Or we are related to somebody. To where we had to live with the fallout of this shit. I lived it or I know somebody who did. And we have to get to a point where we don't feel obligated to keep watching our pain. I mean, my parents showed... I think everybody, every black family, if you grew up in a certain time, felt obligated to show their kids roots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, uh, as time went on, Rosewood. Yeah, Rosewood was a... If you were an 80s or 90s baby, you lived in the era of John Singleton. Yeah. So you got enough. Higher learning by itself is enough. You got enough of watching your pain and shit that you lived through. Because, now that's one thing, I was young, so I needed to see what I was in for with higher learning. Yeah. And that was some shit that a different world wasn't going to fucking show you. Oh, <laughs> I'm just Co- saying. Because Cosby was playing it safe. Right, exactly. Um, if only he could do that in other facets of life. Um, <laughs> I saw something about Cosby in the news lately. I can't figure out what it was. Uh, He's cares? still whining. Who gives a shit? Um, I can't watch this shit anymore because I've come to the conclusion that it's not for us. Yeah. It's not for us. It's for white people. Yeah. It is to torture. It is to torture and torment white people with our pain. Yeah. And I am completely fine with Ava making a buck torturing white people with our pain. It's like Ghost Rider with the penance stare. And you got to look at you. You look into his eyes and you see all the fucked up shit you've done all, all your life and all that shit. Yeah. I'm good with that. But I shouldn't feel compelled to watch it. And and neither should anybody else. If you want to support that, if you can hang, if you can make it through it, I'm not telling you not to. Please do. Ava DuVernay is a a content creator of the highest caliber. Her stories deserve to be told absolutely. 100% dead ass. Having said that, I... Me personally, who work in the service industry, I can't get up and go to a nine to five and yes sir, no sir, white people. Yeah. After watching the Central Park Five, I can't do it. And and let's and, and let's make let's make no mistake about it. It's a necessary narrative to have out there, and that's and that's kind of why it's conflicting sometimes. It's it's definitely necessary to have these stories available for right. people. Absolutely. And, and it's very good. It's being told by someone who. Who we know would do the story justice. We we do know that about Ava is that she would take that very seriously. Right. It's not red tails. Right. So I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me. Yeah. Shots I said fired. It. Shit was garbage. Um. But the thing is, especially with me being the age that I am now, and we had this discussion last week uh, as we were on the set of a sitcom that I just filmed called Jules and Jay coming. Oh. 
Um, a lot of us who are on the, who are involved in the production are all storytellers, and one of the things that a lot of us, um, a lot of us agreed on, was that we want to hear, we want to see more positive images of black people out there. And we also want to see a normalization of positive images as well. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's kind of a bad example, but when you look at a show like Seinfeld, Seinfeld is not a struggle show. At all. Why can't there be, for all intents and purposes, a black side? It's a bad analogy, but, but oh, just just a, show, just a show about black people living normally outside of the context of some kind of struggle. I'd write that. Which, you know, I mean, we do see it. And we do see it, y'all. I'm just saying, we still need to normalize it. The The problem that we have is that when anyone talks about African-American history or black history in America, we always have to start with the struggle. And as I said, we still need people to preserve those stories. We still need the pe- people to do that. We also need to normalize what it's like to be just normal to be people to be people to be we are human like without the backdrop of struggle surrounding us all the time and facts. i know i know I, i'm gonna catch some shots for that but i don't give a fuck you know why the whole spec no and fuck it let it happen the whole spectrum has to be represented yes um noel stevenson who writes uh lumberjanes mm. the comic and works on the 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 shira joint on netflix um, she said something in, in, in relation to the portrayal of women um, that I, I apply to anytime I'm writing a character of color or a, or underrepresented uh, genre. Yes, women need to be represented. As, we need representations of strong uh, self um, self serving. Um, upright women we need positive images of women represented but we also need to see women being a whole fucking mess yes the whole spectrum has to be represented i feel like that about black people we need to see strong positive images of black people of black especially black women them being the least protected in this country but we also need to see black women being a mess. That's why I like Insecure. Because it's black women behaving badly. Right. Um, which, you know, Lena Dunham did in spades uh, with girls. That was white women behaving badly. <laughs> um, so the whole spectrum needs to be represented. And I am just tired of... I, I can't watch Central Park 5... I think John Legend is still maybe producing something about Black Wall Street, which might be educational, but at the same time, that ended badly, too. It ended badly. Um, To say the least. And I do, and and, and full disclosure, I do have one struggle narrative script um, under my belt that I plan to make someday. Oh, we all got one in the tuck. We we all got one. Don't don't get it twisted. All creators got one in the tuck. and, And I'm not, and I'm absolutely not telling anyone to not watch this because I, I do believe it needs to be supported and if you are inclined to watch it and get something out of it please watch it and please share it with someone that needs to share, that needs to see it facts i'm just i personally am just not in a state of mind right now where it would be beneficial to my well-being well-being so right. to speak because we got to exist out here in the world too yeah. um so yeah that's that um uh, I, I will leave it to y'all to tell me about it 
Uh, I know the story, but I'll leave it to y'all to tell me about how it went or how it didn't go. Uh, so shout out to Team Oz for always keeping me in the loop. Uh, song of the week, song of the week. We're gonna get you know it's 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 definitely warm out there. Uh, I want to dance. Yeah. And it's warm out there. I want to dance. I like dance hall esque soca rhythms and all that shit. Um, and I don't get to hear enough Khalid. So ah. this next song will introduce all three. This is Sabrina Claudio featuring Khalid with Don't Let Me Down. Pour yourself a cup. Yes, get sir, comfortable. Sir. We'll be right back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Do you feel me here Giving you love Do you see me here Opening up No one's ever Don't Let Me Down by Sabrina Claudio featuring Khalid. Had to get a little upbeat on him. 
Uh, it's nice. It's nice to hear Khalid on an upbeat joint. Khalid is popping up in a lot of places now. Khalid, man, I, Khalid is on a feature every time I see him. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like that he's staying visible. Um, I heard him on the Superfly soundtrack, which was literally the one good thing about the Superfly movie. <laughs> man, somebody talked me into watching that shit. That person is not your friend. At all. At all. I'm going to smack the shit out of him when I see him. That, that shit, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, even in just the first 15, 20 minutes of that movie, what the fuck? There's a whole, there's a whole group of niggas that move cocaine <laughs> in secret while wearing all white, top to bottom in Atlanta, called the Snow Patrol. Oh. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck <laughs> that's not inconspicuous at all at all and all of them got white lambos and fucking white uh avalanches and shit niggas love all white parties and just all white anything i don't understand it god damn there was one over the weekend of course it was i don't understand it it's always in the summer y'all <laughs> stop inviting me to shit during the day in texas in the summer stop it stop inviting dark-skinned niggas to all white parties please god that shit makes it look <laughs> that like, shit look crazy makes me look like noob sabat out here bruh that shit look crazy stop it stop inviting me to shit during the day in the summer all together i will not be coming unless i have to work i will not be leaving my house unless it's like from the hours of like nine in the morning to seven in the evening it's a wrap it's no. too hot too fucking hot for that shit. Yeah, like, S- stop it. Y'all always want to do some cutesy shit. Let's go let's go have lunch on the patio. No. Fuck out of here. That's why they invented AC. Bro. Let's have lunch on the inside. The fuck is wrong with y'all? And you know, live you know, staying in New York for a week or two will give you some perspective because New York niggas act like they ain't never heard of central air conditioning. <laughs> Everybody got that fucking wall unit. Yeah. And fuck that. I mean, it, it, it works. To a point, you got to hang out <laughs> under that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, man, let's see. What's going on in the news? Okay, so we have to go ahead and retract. I have to go ahead and retract. I talked a lot of shit about the finals Yeah. last episode. Yeah, you did. Um, I was sure that the finals were going to be garbage. We both were. Because um, I was sure that the Raptors were going to get swept in four games. As it stands, the Raptors are now up two games to one. Isn't that wild? Did you say last game? I, I, yeah. They were busting that ass. And granted, you know, people were like, well, you know, KD was out and Clay wow. was hurt. But no, those dudes. First you know, of all, the Warriors were winning before KD. Yes. And, you know, for all you stats nerds out there, the Raptors did shoot 50, 40, 90 from the field as a team. 17 so, three-pointers. So you still can't really beat that. Yeah, that's hard. That's a tough one. Uh, Kawhi was busting that ass. Kyle Lowry was busting that ass. Yeah. What's his name? Green. Danny Green was busting that ass. Danny Green was busting that ass. Flawless at the free throw line. Yeah, you knew it was going to be a game from Kawhi because he came out and his braids were fuzzy. He didn't. Oh. He didn't have that shit touched up between games two and three. <laughs> oh, he came. To, he he came to play. Yeah, he came with the the D'Angelo later on 
uh, box braids. You know what I'm saying? Um, another mystery of the finals for me is, does Draymond Green know that he's not supposed to uh, roughhouse people? Like, does he know he's not supposed to fight? Think about Draymond Green. When is somebody going to fuck? When is somebody going to bust Draymond Green in the face? He's very selective about about who he who he puts his hands on. Because the thing is, Draymond Green wants the least amount of smoke of anyone that you can imagine. Someone is going to touch him, and it's not going to be pretty. He ain't ran in. I guess he ain't ran into a Kevin Garnett yet. And he won't. He never will. He never will. Because he... He one of them niggas you just look at, you just know he talking shit. I don't even have to see what he's saying when he's moving his mouth. I know he's talking shit. And he's talking shit to a ref that can't whoop his ass. Like, that's why I was waiting on you know, I fact I'll tell you who I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on Drake to bust his ass. No, Drake gonna get yeah. his ass busted. That ain't no, gonna Drake, happen. Drake is the same. Yeah. yeah. Drake, Drake picks his targets from a safe place. He sure does. Cause I'm telling you. Steph a better man than me because you're not going to be sitting there talking to me and pick Lynn out of my hair mm. while you're wearing my daddy's jersey. Did you see that shit in game one? I saw that shit. That nigga was wearing Dale Curry's jersey, his Raptors jersey. But also... Talking greasy to, talking greasy to Steph. Picked Lynn out of his hair and the next day acted like he was posting that shit on eBay. Now, to play devil's advocate... The hater in me was actually kind of <laughs> impressed by that shit. Because <laughs> you know the other thing he did when he was when he was walking into the arena with the jersey on, <clears throat> and he saw Dale Curry walking with um, with his beautiful wife, he made sure to let uh, to let Dale see like, oh, they did see that shit. Yeah, he showed did. He looked at his wife was like, nigga, is that my jersey? Now, what I need Drake to do if Drake wants to take this to the next level, he got to. He needs to find Steph's mother's volleyball jersey from college and wear that to the next game. Ooh, that's nasty. <gasps> That'd be low down. <gasps> I'm here for it. Now we got to now we see then we got to see what kind of nuts Steph is made of. <laughs> then we go see Seth Curry come out of nowhere Ooh. with a steel chair in his ass. Shit going to get greasy real fast. You know now and this is going into my next thing. Now, you notice Drake wasn't there for game two or three. My thing is, now, granted, it wasn't in Toronto, so that's fair. But at the same time, my theory is we didn't see him there because the Warriors caught wind of this nigga's curse. Because you notice he wasn't there after Anthony Joshua got his ass busted. <laughs> no, he wasn't. That nigga was, that nigga was hella on Instagram when Anthony Joshua talking about well, he's, he's say talking about breaking the cycle or some shit. Anthony Joshua got his ass whooped by Paul Blart Mall Cop in this bitch. Hey, for all my out of shape niggas out there, <laughs> for all my pear shaped, apple shaped, for all not, my not classic athlete shaped, for all my PlayStation shaped, for all my PlayStation Pro shaped. Yeah, he got his ass busted. Uh, he got his ass busted back. You know, Anthony Joshua was supposed to be the next one. Uh, he was. Like he, like he was next in line. Oh, you thought? Nah, bruh. Butterbean, Butterbean Junior got in that ass. Hey. So, 
it goes to show, and I've said this all my life. I grew up in the hood. I grew up in Sunnyside. You can live all the weight you want. You can be the biggest, toughest nigga out there. You can talk all the shit. If someone taps that jaw, you will You're go done. down. It's a wrap. You will go down. And usually, it's that little fat kid that you've been picking on this whole time. And this nigga's been practicing on that spot on the wall. He get the right one off. Sip, sip. Boom. Out. He get the right one off. You're done. That nigga stood up and didn't realize he was still standing. Oh! Oh! He's like, I just counted to 10. Do you still want to continue? Huh? He's like, nah, man. He got his nah. ass. That was that Creed 2 ass whooping. He's like, he got hit so hard. He didn't know if he wanted to fight or not. He's like, I don't know. You know when you got your ass whooped by a bum? When that motherfucker <laughs> runs around the ring like he can't believe it? Yeah. He started running around the ring. Remember, just like, remember when that nigga whooped Kimbo Slice ass? Yeah. And he started running around yeah. like he couldn't believe it? Hey, uh, you know, not to get off task. Shout out, shout out to Kimbo Slice, though, man. He had some of the best YouTube videos. Ooh, that was some deluxe gourmet violence. He should have never gone to UFC, though. He should not have. Because there's, there's a difference when they've been training for this shit. Right. When you got natural hands, you know, it's one thing. When these when these white boys been training for this shit, you know, uh, yeah, 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 one, yeah. One, you can either you can either die a hero or live to see yourself on reruns of Strike Force. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, Jay Z won Sean Carter. Um, is officially a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga made a billion. <laughs> On one hand, we don't see a lot of niggas hit hit, hit a billion. Is Dre a, is Dre a billionaire? So supposedly, you know, Dre was announced as a billionaire at one point, and and somebody retracted that and said that he was in fact not a billionaire. Oh yeah. Um, wasn't that that Tyrese shit? I don't I don't remember. No. Okay. Okay. But I, I, it's 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 good to see someone successful at what they do. I don't I don't. The thing is, I don't give a shit about the dollar amount. I don't I sure. don't care if someone's a million billion trillionaire or whatever. I don't give a shit about the dollar amount. It's good that he's demonstrated that you can circumvent the system. Well, not let me not even say circumvent. You can you can you can thrive in a system that was built to work against you, and and True. make the best out of it and. You know, we have to acknowledge his philanthropic efforts as well. Facts. You know, people can always complain like, "Yo, he doesn't do enough, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> you know what? He still does something. He does something that is probably more than you. Yeah. So regard, regardless of the dollar amount, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really give a shit about that. But it's good to see. I still feel like it's a, it's a misnomer for people to be like, he's the first. First rap billionaire when seventy five percent of his wealth comes from shit outside of music. Right. Like I, I think it would be it's actually more complimentary to call him a good businessman than anything. But Agreed. you know, Agreed. take it however you can get it. But let's just let this be, you know, an example to everyone. Um, you have no excuse for not being so successful in whatever endeavor you wish to partake in. It does take discipline. It does take uh, teamwork in a lot of cases, and sometimes it takes luck. But 
Uh, oh no! It ha- no no. Luck is absolutely a part of it. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't think we get. Uh, I don't think we give enough credit to that. Yeah, is that, um, yes, you can be completely prepared. You can, uh, and and that's what that's what success really is: is being prepared for when it's your turn, for when for when luck hits. Yeah, because a lot of people wouldn't be here. Rosario Dawson was found yeah you know what i'm saying she was probably i don't know and i i don't know what she what she had planned for her life before that i'm sure she was prepared for it she seems like she seems like she she's smart she's been smart all her life yep but she was found um even i mean there are degrees of success of course my man brandon ralph the, the I guess he's the Adam now on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, Brandon Ruth, yeah, 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 yeah. fake Superman, S- fake yeah. Superman, yeah. right? He was just chilling at a party. He was at a party dressed as Superman, just fucking around, and somebody was like, "Yo, you kind of got this shit, bro." I never knew that. Yeah, that's how it happened. So he was at a party dressed as Superman, talking like uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. Somebody was like, "Yo." I think you could pull that shit off. And so sure that's enough, why read, that shit. I and, mean, and he read for that shit. So that's why that movie was so bad. Well, yeah, that's well, that's one of many reasons. <laughs> um, and so yeah, you just you just got to be ready. But luck happens, man. Like people don't give enough credit because they think it takes away from the fact that they worked hard. Mm-hmm. But luck is absolutely, positively part of the experience. Yeah. And just being prepared for the moment, and I, and I hope I hope it it serves to inspire those of us in the community to to seriously look at economic empowerment and investing, yeah. and gentrifying our own neighborhoods, and looking at the example that was set not only by Jay Z but people like Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey, yeah, people yeah. like Rick Ross, believe it or not. Um, you know, Big Boy from Outcast was one one of the first ones that I saw that spoke about things like buying properties in your neighborhood and, and doing things like that to have Bud talks about music. this shit too yeah oh yeah so listen to your elders listen to your folks you know let's you know y- y- niggas out there still buying jewelry yeah that's true niggas out there still bragging on how much they pay on frivolous depreciating assets they're going and they're going to yeah so you know it's just I, it's weird to see some of y'all do that shit and then praise Jay-Z for being successful, exactly. Y'all have as as much like economic power and as you look, say. And look, I understand because niggas ain't never had shit. I get it. Mm. Niggas ain't never uh, niggas who ain't never had shit. They're gonna go out there and get it. So let me not let me not take away from somebody that wants to have a fucking good time. But there's a balance. Yes, there's a balance, and y- you know you can't. It's just like that new edition story. They promised. They promised them kids like what a thousand dollars. It was like a thousand dollars and a and a TV. <laughs> to, right. to some kids from what Philly, who ain't Boston. never from Boston, who ain't never had shit. Yeah. You can't tell. You know, That's a classic story. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 a lot of these stories where you hear about the rise and fall and the breakups and the makeups, it's because. 
money came in between niggas who ain't never had money. Tribe. Tribe is a, man, Tribe Called Quest is a textbook story of this shit. Niggas who ain't never had shit, got shit, and can't stand each other for it. Except Ali Shaheed Muhammad, who just kind of wants to keep doing what he's doing. The wounds are still fresh. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, there's that little uh, soapbox lesson. What else is going on? Um, Barack and Michelle just got an exclusive Spotify podcast deal. Oh, shit. Which means we are going to have to hear more about y'all's bullshit relationship goals. If your nigga and Derek Jackson is coming up with it right now, if your <laughs> if your man isn't developing a podcast for you too, he doesn't he doesn't he, he he's not really there for you. You think just be, you think just because you you think just because you have a podcast that that your woman's not gonna cheat on you? You think just because you bring your woman on a podcast? What? How much is it to buy a studio? Did you ever think about making your house your whole house into a studio and just sleeping on the and just sleeping on the pointy foam? You ever think about that? You think you're doing something? You're not really doing something. How much is it to buy a radio station? Have you Googled that? How much is an average radio station? I know one thing, and this will probably piss Derek Jackson off. Suck my dick, Derek Jackson. I bet you they're not going to record that podcast from inside the car. Oh! 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 oh. Bang, bang! It's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Hi, Derek. Don't let me see you in the street. <laughs> You oh. not gonna see him in the street. You gonna see him in the front seat. You gonna see him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only funny because he ain't got no legs. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. That uh, was ableist. That uh, was ableist. Okay. Uh, uh, well, okay. Well, whatever. Fuck Terry Jackson. <laughs> um. What else? Ti. Ti versus TMZ. <laughs> Man, look. Harvey Harvey Levin and them they got to they got to know which bullets to dodge and God bless them they do. So Harvey got into it well TI T. got into it with TMZ because they were reporting on his sister's death. And he didn't like the way they were reporting on his sister's death. Now I don't want to get too deep in the weeds but from what I understand his sister's death was drug related. Mm-hmm. But outside of that from what I can tell of his sister's background, it seemed to be very, uh, very well to do. She she went to school. She got a degree or two. She got a respectable job, so forth and so forth. Yeah. Ain't never really been in trouble. That kind of thing. And this is a classic case of, as was with Trayvon Martin, as was with Mike Brown, the story might have been portrayed in a way that made her look like she was out here and about that life. Right. T.I. did not appreciate that. And it, and honestly, it is not a way to speak ill of the dead. Philip Seymour Hoffman died of drug overdose. They didn't talk about him like that. I like how some people, they, they describe them as having an overdose and they describe other certain people as having an accidental 
overdose. Right. Right. I didn't mean to uh, swallow all these pills and kill myself. Sorry. Oops. Right. right. I, I, I just think in general, it's to me, it's not news. I, and, and this is going to sound completely <laughs> insensitive. To me, it's not news for someone to die of drugs. It's just not news. There's there's nothing to be learned or gained from, hey, guess what? A famous rapper's sister died from a drug overdose. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It's not news. It's it's not news for someone rapper adjacent. Right. Um, it's, which to me is why it, it, it's, it's that, that thin line between, you know, just reaching and, you know, making a story. And, and in this case, TMZ, first of all, TMZ, they don't want the smoke. They don't. They don't want the smoke. It's true. They are not what you consider like news or journalism. They, you know, they basically pay for the scoop and they put it out there and they sensationalize it. Facts. A lot of times they're right, but at the same time, is it's still an insensitive approach because they sensationalize a lot of shit. And they, rarely is it tasteful, right? And you have to remember, at the end of the day, for something like this, there are still other human beings that are attached to this, and they have to watch this over someone they're grieving. And and none of us are perfect. All of us are flawed. And we have different flaws. And then some of us have weaknesses that lead us to premature deaths by drugs and other things. And some of our families just notably keep the strap on them at right. all times. At all times. So, you know, it's like be wary, be aware that people are grieving. And when you put shit up like this, they will see this shit. And sometimes these people will call you on your shit. Sometimes these people will have something under the waist. Pull that shit with the right ones, because Ti wanted he he got on. I think it was on IG. He wanted these motherfuckers to know. No, you will keep my sister's name out your out your mouth the wrong way. Fuck out of here. <clears throat> Fix it. Fix it, my G. And it wasn't. And then Harvey don't Harvey got got on the good foot fast. Yeah, he was like, we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> not we retract this story. Not, not we may have we may have hurt some people. So forth and so forth. We were wrong. We were wrong. Oops, our bad. That means he was looking down the barrel of something. Hell yeah, he was. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Ti swung open the doors to the van and was like, "You remember that case I caught? Remember why? Yeah, Ti. Any any family where the daughter." They caught a case for carrying the blicky. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I ain't fucking with them. I ain't fucking with I, I ain't fucking with none of them because as, as cute as they make it look on that little sitcom reality show, the Harris family them ain't seen a good decision in years. <laughs> ain't none of them. Ain't none of them <laughs> looked looked the look that way. On the street, if they saw a good decision on the street, they wouldn't know them. Yeah. All them niggas is knuckleheads. Fuck that shit. I wouldn't fuck with now one of them niggas. Got me fucked up. Uh, so Harvey got with the good foot, and I am glad that we are seeing a trend of rappers standing up and really discussing how they are being represented, especially by people that are considered visitors in our culture. Yeah. Because, you know, this is the same shit as um, uh, Cardi got into it with um, Sister from the Shade Room. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Christina. Um, I think she still works over there. Um, the same goes for um, any any number of issues Vlad then got into. Mm. 
uh, we all know we all know Joe Button his long-standing, very vocal uh, issues with Vlad because he's a feds. He is the feds. He's a, he is the original. He is Donnie <laughs> Brasco out this motherfucker. Um, and the fact that being a visitor in in our culture, you have to watch who you're talking about. You have to watch what you're saying because. You're not always gonna say that shit about the right nigga, right? And just and this is a this is a clear case of that. I don't know what got said off outside of social media. Whatever it said, it got said fast. It sounded like that. That's exactly <laughs> what the fuck happened. Um. So. Well. So you know, there's so there's that. Um. I was gonna take a break, but let's you know let's go ahead and have it out. Okay, Kanye West. Now I said a while back that we weren't gonna report on Kanye unless it was just some wild shit. I would say this is considered some wild shit. D. Randall is currently stretching because he knows this is some wild shit, and it's also a stretch. It's a stretch, <laughs> and it's music related. So he definitely has something to say. Kanye West was on some interview talking about 808s. Talking about the how actual eight, musical instrument, right? The actual musical instrument. Okay. The actual musical device. The digital musical instrument. That 808s were a tool of the devil. Because 808s are, according to him, exclusively used in sexual music. And that they 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 inspire sexual thoughts and deeds or some shit. Or some shit. Now if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get blood on my t and I get bleach on my t shirt, I'ma feel like an asshole. <laughs> That is indeed a Kanye line. This is the same Kanye that had an entire album named 808 and Heartbreaks. Which is coincidentally the album that I stopped fucking with Kanye. Using almost exclusively 808s. One of them, I I think a couple songs he did 909s, but. Now. I don't know if he still uses 808s because I still did not listen to his last no. album. I don't no. know. No. Um, I know it's too early to say this. No, he didn't do 808s. Okay, shut up. I know it's too early to say shut up, shut the fuck up. No, no. But ahead, it, 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 it's really it's it's past time for us to have serious discussions about about mental health and about. <laughs> And about like really, really, really getting down to the root of shit. Now, I've said this before. We both said this before. Mental health issues or not. At the end of the day, this dude is still an asshole. Absolutely. And this dude still wants attention. Facts. And the fact that we're even talking about him annoys the shit out of me. But I really just need people to stop saying stupid shit. Stop saying stupid shit. It's true. Like, fuck you, man. It's a fucking sound. It's an oscillating sound created by a digital signal. 
You're a dumb motherfucker, man. And 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 people and people have said shit like this, like like that we should consider words, certain words to be quote unquote spells. Electric guitars are the, the 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 work of the devil. That that's the kind of shit this dumbass is saying. Shut your stupid ass up, <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Fuck him. And, and, and you know what? It, it's sad because you know just recently I had to I had to unfollow. A certain Instagram model personality, uh, because they say similar stupid shit like this, and I think they might have reposted the Kanye thing. Y'all just need more people to talk to, man. Y'all sitting these little stupid ass <laughs> bubbles. Like this dude ain't got no friends, man. He just sits. He probably sits around and just looks at his wife's fake ass all day. He's like, ah, I don't have anybody to talk to, man. Let me just let me just think of some dumb shit to say. And he just says some dumb shit. Shut the fuck up. Fuck <laughs> you. Uh, y'all stop stop talking to this dude, man. On that note, he's not even newsworthy anymore, man. Y'all just y'all just man. I'm sorry, man. Fuck him. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back for more opinions while black. You are experiencing opinions while black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I th- now that I think about it, I guess I am a little drunk. I've I've gone through yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Um, this just in. Okay, let's go. Um, I normally don't follow anything that your president says oh, in Twitter shit. land. Um, Let me <clears throat> tell y'all something. If D. Randall is bringing up uh, something Trump-related that happened on the social medias, this shit is real. Let's go. According to president number 45. Okay. For all the money we are spending, NASA should not be talking about going to the moon. We did that 50 years ago. Listen. They should be focused on the much bigger things we are doing, including Mars, of which the moon is a part. (laughs) Defense and science. Your president thinks that the moon... Is part of Mars. He he wrote this with, yeah. his, with his own infantile hands. Not only that, he said that Mars was a part of the moon. The moon is a part of Mars. And that we are wasting too much money going to the moon when we should be going to Mars, Mars which, the, which the, moon the moon is, part of, that is anyway. a part of. Not only that, so we should so we're wasting too much money going to a place. We should be refocusing that money on going to that place. Right. What the fuck? He signed a directive back in December 2017 mandating Yeah. that NASA refocus its efforts on going to the moon. On going to the moon with the eventual goal of going to Mars. And now he's saying, "Yo, fuck going to the moon. We off that shit. We going to Mars." The moon is a part of that anyway. Man, this, this, 
Y'all don't. It been, I've been saying it since he got elected. Y'all don't see it. This man's mind is deteriorating <laughs> before our very fucking eyes. Done. This man's mind. It is done. Is deteriorating before our very eyes. Holy shit. This man's mind is going. Y'all wanted to act like Reagan. Y'all y'all wanted to act like Nancy Reagan was crazy. When she was saying that Ronald Reagan had been on that bullshit, because you don't just up and catch Alzheimer's. We are, we are so fucked. And y'all want to act like y'all don't see it now. This motherfucker is going off the rails right before our eyes, and people want to act like this is the motherfucking charge of the button. Vote, nigga. Vote, nigga. Vote. Vote, goddammit. Vote, nigga. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> we are fucked. Um, We're so fucking done. In, in, in brighter news, though, we, we usually say this for the end. Yeah. In, in brighter news, <clears throat> we've, we actually, we've actually received a new five star review from one of our listeners. Uh oh. Uh, this one comes from A.M. Dusto. Okay. An amazing show. Five stars. This show is a good mix of industry news, humor, and entertainment. I enjoy laughing along with Oz on the show. He dropped your name so you know it's not a spam. Hey, hit him with the air horns. Thank you, Sir Dusto. Um, hope all is well with you. Hope you're enjoying. Glad you're enjoying the content. Keep laughing. Keep laughing because we definitely will. And just remember, Damien's also here too. Sometimes, and yeah. D Randall is also here too. You know, without here. without which, really, this project could not be possible. It's not about me though. It's about us. But you know, just you know, shout me out. You know, it, you, know I, you know, I, so, uh, you know, team, you know, team, team Randall. If you're out there, you no, know, no, I don't have a team. Just <laughs> it's team Oz. I'm part of Team Oz, but you know, I'm here too. You know, I push the buttons. <laughs> You know, <laughs> fuck it with you, man. Nah, it's all good, man. Uh, so it is time for our favorite segment: White people must be stopped. Um, so I had a couple, uh, and y'all have been y'all been submitting um stories, which thank you very much for that. And we're definitely gonna get to all of them uh, progressively, probably starting next week. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to bring them up. I'm just gonna have to pull them up before we come to the studio because. The, the signal out here is yeah. a little spotty, yeah. so it's hard to bring it up on my phone. Uh, for some reason, the Wi-Fi just does not gel with my laptop, whatever. I do have a story from uh, my exploits in Brooklyn. Uh, some of you might have been paying attention to my Insta stories over that weekend. but So every Saturday... There is a kind of big party type situation where the Brooklyn Museum is free. Well, the the uh, some of the main parts are free. Some of the exhibits you still have to pay to get into. But they have out back. They have they have a DJ. They have a big block party type situation there. Um, they usually have a theme where they have local bands. And of course, since this is the start of Pride Month, yeah, the theme was Pride. And let me tell you, there is nothing I love more than partying with gay people. Gay people know how to party like nobody's fucking business. I love that shit. 
let me tell you something. These motherfuckers dance. These motherfuckers dance and go hard and rip their fucking shirts off and they crop tops like 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 they are they are dancing like life could be over tomorrow. Yep. I love it. I love it. So the shit was lit. I stayed for a while and um I left right before the shit was over. And outside the museum, there was this white man. There's this little there's this little nebbish white guy, this little nebbish Jew with an amp and his iPhone. And he was just playing some regular shit. He was playing like Drake. He was playing like the motto or some shit. Couple people dancing, but most of the people just sitting on the steps looking at him. Uh while he's playing music next to the quarter water guy. <laughs> yes, there's a quarter water guy. Oh man. There's always a quarter water guy. And uh first of all, that quarter water was delicious. Oh. So you just put that out there. What um was it was it like a was it like a nutcracker or it was like somebody it was like this nigga was gonna make snow cones and just decided to sell the syrup. Just the syrup. Ooh. So it was so it was real good. Ooh. It's like it's like Tampico for New York niggas. And so um so they were and so I'm I, I'm just watching. I'm just curious because he was he was putting on some shit I like, so I stuck around a little bit. And the quarter water man comes over dancing. And he's jamming. He's a little older. He's dancing. He's like, yo, tip this man. Tip this man, son. And the the little white guy starts really putting some shit on. So he starts putting yeah. on some twerk shit. Uh, he starts putting on, like, like, Big Sean, like that ass joint. Okay. And a couple of chicks start really, start really dropping. And you're like, okay, they, they try to get a little something going. And I'm noticing it is actually like he's building like an actual DJ would. <clears throat> you know, down here in the South, they'll, they'll tell you up front, you know, we're just chilling right now. And so he starts building it up a little bit, playing some twerk shit, mm. getting it popping. Mm. And all of a sudden, let's see, then he starts playing Jay-Z. Uh-oh. Let me tell you something. In Brooklyn... In Brooklyn, New York, Hove, any Hove song is an anthem, and everybody for 50 yards rises and shows respect. Mm. It's like the sweet home Alabama of the East Coast. And so, or Freebird, whatever. <laughs> and so now everybody's singing, singing along to Just Wanna Love You. Mm-hmm. Then he pulls out before I let go. Now everybody's lying dancing. Now it's a family reunion. Now it's a fucking family reunion. Yes. And this nigga's getting mad tips now. I tipped him once. And then the nigga starts putting on reggae and soca and dance hall. And y'all, anybody who knows me. Knows that is that is if you really want to get a party going, if uh. you want to get Oz on the dance floor, you put on some fucking reggae <laughs> dance hall <laughs> automatically every time. 
It don't even have to be. It don't even have to be the real shit. It could just be. It could just be that Drake shit. <laughs> Controller. <in> Anytime. <laughs> Man, when I tell you niggas was on the ground getting it. You know, in Brooklyn, like man, at the dance hall, bruh, niggas go all out. See, did you see some good daggering? Okay, there was some good daggering. There was some good daggering. <laughs> and before I know it, this nigga has started a whole party. It is a real block party outside the Brooklyn Museum now. Wow. And he he stops in the middle of the music and goes, "Hi, my name is DJ So and So, and I." I I I make I I do parties in public spaces. I DJ music in public spaces. And I said DJ music in public spaces. This nigga is really just put this nigga's dead ass. I'm looking at him just putting on the YouTube versions of this shit. Damn. This nigga really put on the YouTube video version of Past Cavassier. With the dialogue and everything. With the dialogue, with the Monique, with the Monique shit, he had to switch it before they knew the skit was. Don't do it, nigga, nigga, wanna jump, jump. And I couldn't figure out. Now, I'm not one to knock somebody's hustle. At the same time, I could not help but see the image of a white man just playing music on his phone. And making an entire block full of black people dance. And then just moving on. That's how they got us the first time. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, this he just he was doing his thing. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. He put on oh he put on all the shits. This nigga put on swag surfing. Uh Oh. That's cheating. That is a cheat code right there. He put on. I didn't even know. I didn't know uh, New York niggas knew swag surfing like that. You know, I thought that was a. I really thought that was a Southern HBCU thing. If Donald Trump came out to the swag surf in his next campaign, he would get a hundred percent of the black vote. That's how powerful that song God is. God damn. So I couldn't figure out if this man was really trying to make a buck. Or if this was just some random white guy doing a social experiment to see if he could make these niggers dance. He definitely knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. Because they did it. it was every line dance, every fucking, uh, all them shits. All them shits. Um, the, 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 the Cupid, not the Cupid shuffle. The wobble. The wobble. Okay. We got to give it up to him. Got to give it up to him. Got to give it up to him. Yeah. If it was an experiment, goddamn it, it worked. You know. White people getting powerful. White people getting powerful with the music, man. Be honest, though. You're just a little bit mad you didn't think of it yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Because y'all know how I am with the ox cord, bro. Like. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm deadly with the ox cord. So, it's like. And don't give a nigga Bluetooth. The nigga. Nigga, if I see a Bluetooth speaker, I'm commandeering that shit for the evening. Now, now that I know that the white man getting strong off of it, I gotta get stronger. So y'all can't stop me now. <laughs> Shout out to my whole crew that half the time they don't know whether to be excited about me with the ox cord or they need to be worried. Um, cause 
Well, I won't tell that story. That's opinions while back after dark. <laughs> um, send your racist or racial stories, your racist encounters. Wait, let me throw one in. Go ahead. Let do me it. throw one in. Do it. And, and I know that you know we're, we're probably going to pick up a piece of it later on as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the <laughs> joys of this past week, uh, I, I think it happened on Sunday. There okay. was a, there was a young man named Craig Brooks that works at a hotel somewhere. Ah, yes, yes. And when we join Mr. Brooks in this in this now viral video, uh, a, a a woman has approached his his job he works for a hotel i guess yeah. he checks people in she's trying to get a room apparently they had a phone call earlier in that, which that did not go well she referred to him as a fucking nigger during that phone call right which as many of you know is not proper business speak it's probably frowned upon yeah you shouldn't really call people fucking niggers if you want to have something done so he kindly informed her that he would not be assisting her uh he did he and he was kind enough to let her know there's a Best Western across the street. You can feel free to stay there. But and the you, place didn't look like a fucking Hilton or anything. Yeah. And we still, we don't know which one it is, and it doesn't matter. Right. It was probably a, a Howard Johnson or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, you know, there's a Best Western across the street from me. She's like, well, my 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 grandmother just died. And he's like, I, I understand. I understand. I know. But you called me a fucking nigger. So... Uh, the best Western is across the street. Apparently, his supervisor walked up because he explained it. Yeah. He was like, oh, you, oh, no, no. She called me a fucking nigger. Yeah. And the supervisor was like, mm, well, I mean, he Carry does have on. a point. Yeah, he has a point. Um, and she kept pleading on and on and on. And he, and he just told her, well, it's it's above me now. I understand, <laughs> but it's above me now. Uh, I understand, Your whole family is here. I get that. But it's above me now. I had a, I, I've just had a terrible time. Yes, I had a terrible time Don't hearing you? that. Yes, that was so. classic. <laughs> so, but it's above me now. It's above me now. <laughs> so you you have to you have to you have to appreciate you have to appreciate the That's, amount of guilt and and just just trepidation that he gave yeah, this I mean, woman. Hit her over the head with it hard. You know, and 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 she probably was saying some shit like, you know, I'm not really racist. I'm going to let y'all in on the secret. You may not know this, Oz. You may not know this. Okay. Um, and a lot of people may not know this. Sure. If you call someone a fucking nigger, you are, in fact, a racist. Unequivocally. It without does, question. It does not matter which circumstances led to you saying that. Without question. It does not matter what frame of mind you were in at the time. If you, of your own volition, called someone a fucking, fucking nigger... nigger. You are, in fact... You are a racist. A racist. Point blank, period, without any doubt in my mind. Yeah. You are a racist. So, period. You know, guess what? No shirts, no shoes, no slurs, no service. Boom! That is the name of the episode. <laughs> uh, so, send any of your racist stories, racist encounters racist um news stories that you think we have missed um and i'm sorry we're gonna catch up on everybody's uh starting next week send them all to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or any of the social media outlets listed below for you youtubers oh we're not doing youtube this week are we it'll be in the description it'll be in the description um we'll be right back with the top three stfus 
You are experiencing opinions while black. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I am feeling pretty good. I feel very bold today. On this Friday afternoon. You should. You should. It can only get more bold. I I took that in in like no time whatsoever, man. That's what this show is for. And it's hot now. Oh, man. No fucks given. When it's hot, we get extra drunk in this bitch. It's true. No fucks are given. You know what? I'm going straight. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not a lot, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. I know what time it is now. Yeah, there is no Coke in that cup. <laughs> oh, yes. It is now time. Now it is time. Go ahead, hit it first. Go ahead, hit it. Okay, 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 okay shut up. It is now time. Oh! <laughs> oh shit. I saw it. You hit that bitch hard. (laughs) I saw that nigga's spirit leave his body. Come back. Oh, shit. That was the ancient one knocking Dr. Strange's astral figure out of him. We are back. Oh. Oh, man. We missed you guys. It is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the top three people in America who need to shut the fuck up? Okay, shut up. <clears throat> Number three, none other than Mr. Craig Brooks. <laughs> oh, wait. The It's Above Me Now guy. The one I just talked about. Yes. Oh, man. So he, so he had a pretty good moment over the weekend. On Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> and then it turned out that they looked at his tweets. On Monday. On Monday. <laughs> and this thing is mad transphobic. And, and let's be clear. He is he is an openly gay man. He is. Um, he represents a class of people that are, um, you know, underrepresented, underrepresented. and or misrepresented. Yes. Um, making these same whatever remarks he made about another another group of people that also endure the same the same bullshit. Same blood, same mud. Wow, that's crazy. And it goes to show that one thing that does not get talked about, and I, I, I feel bad that I have not had somebody, um, that I have not had an LGBT person on the show yet, but I will uh, w- wait for me this summer, is uh, that one thing that, get, that doesn't get discussed enough is traces of transphobia um, and oppression and microaggressions within that community. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this until recently. Yeah. Because, and granted, I'm and I'm acknowledging that I am not the foremost person to be speaking on it because I am a cishet male. But um, it's worth noting when there are elements of self-hate and just like within the black community. Because... Just because you are gay does not mean you cannot be transphobic. Just because you are trans does not mean you can't that you can't be oppressive, that you can't contribute to oppressive systems 
that bring members of your own community down. Just because LGBTQ, what is it, IA? Just because all those letters go together when we talk about this group does not mean all those people always go together. Right. And they can oppress each other. And so it's that much more important that we as cishet people um, definitely mind how considerate we're being because we're opening the door for people within that community uh, to, to be oppressive and to be cruel to each other. Um, and they have their own shit to deal with, and I'll let them deal with that, but we shouldn't be adding to it. That's all. You know, um, one, one thing is, a, is I almost say, I, there's two things I want to say. One of them is almost in jest, and I will say, sure. hey, before you post some shit that could go viral, go back and take a quick look at your own timeline. Bruh. Just take just take just take a quick look Bruh. back. Take a quick look back. And apparently they didn't even have to dig far for these tweets. They went back to twenty seventeen, but it didn't involve a lot of digging, apparently. Damn. Um just be mindful of that. Um because people when when shit goes viral, people always look because I I'm the same thing. I was like, ah, oh, let me see, you know, if he's running to other got, shit like this. What he got going on? Oh, okay, this dude was straight transphobic. Guess what, sir? You'll get dragged by the same number of people that were supporting you. Real talk. Um, Real talk. Fast. The, the other thing is, and this is something that I did last year, and I'll probably do, you know, regularly on an annual basis. Sure. I went back through all of my timelines last last year. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, whatever, whatever. And I removed I removed any posts or any tweets that don't necessarily align with who I am today. Fortunately huh. fortunately I haven't I haven't said anything that was like problematic or transphobic or homophobic or right. racist or anything like that. Right. But there are things that I thought 10 years ago that, that I don't think now. That don't really hold water now. Yeah. Sure. A lot of shit was just corny. Like anything that came across as corny, I was like, damn, y'all let me, y'all let me sound that weak right. on, on the social media. But I, I just think it's a good idea for, you know, just, just, just review because we are, we are all works in progress. We all change over time, and you might, you know, 10 years ago, your favorite sport might have been football, and now it's basketball. You made a post saying your favorite sport is football. That's a little innocuous. Sure. But that's just to say, take some time. Yeah. Go back, read through, and just protect yourself. Look out for yourself, because you never know who's watching. This is true, man. And, and when you release a viral video in which people sympathize with you for being called a fucking nigger, take a few minutes to go back and remove all the transphobic posts that you made. Because they will pull you down off the very pedestal they put you on. <clears throat> this is anybody. Sir. Um, so, yeah, let that be a lesson learned. And when you show up for your job and they're like, well, you don't have a job here anymore, but there's a Best Western next door. Now you understand. <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> And they will tell you, it is above us now. <laughs> oh, man. Thank Number you. two. Number two is Jared Kushner. Oh, fuck. Man. Look, y'all. There are certain figures. There, Okay, there has to come a time at, at, at some point when we as media 
have to come to a conclusion that nothing viable can be pulled from asking Jared Kushner anything about anything. There is no... We're not learning anything new from Jared Kushner. <laughs> no. We're really, honestly, as much as he and that administration lie, we're not learning anything old from Jared Kushner. We're not... There are no revelations to be had. No. And because... He wants to be seen as being candid, and he wants to be seen as being, as being very uh, relatable and off the cuff, and just being um, someone who talks to people well. Um, but the problem is, the Trump administration lies so often, yes, about so many things, yes, and lies about those lies so quickly. That you don't know whether anybody representing that administration is lying, whether they're just whether they really believe the a lie that they have been told because everyone in that administration is lying, or that they have told so many lies that they no longer know which way is up. Having said that, Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner recently did an Axi an, an Axios interview via HBO. Mm. Um, we didn't learn anything. Of course, we, we didn't learn shit. <laughs> did was that ever the expectation? No, no. And he and he told you very much, very much up front. He was asked very straightforward questions, particularly about Palestine and a couple other things, and and about the Russians. Um, like they asked him if you if you receive some intel from uh, the Russians, um, would you would you report it? To which <laughs> Randall can't even believe these it. are the hard hitting questions. <laughs> to which he said, "Well, that's a well, that's a hypothetical question. I'm not actually." experiencing it so I can't tell you what I would do that is the most existential bullshit I have ever heard in my life and that's not even the that's not even the worst part of it that's not the worst part it shit really got real when the man asked him Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has referred to Trump as a racist <clears throat> have you seen anything during your time with President Trump that you would construe as racism hmm. this is the hard hitting question Okay, and it's a very direct question and a very straightforward direct question huh. and I, I think I know what the answer is or what the answer should be but I'll let you finish well no no what should the answer be so if you're asking me if if I'm in his position, sure, and you ask me, I'm just going to flat out say no, right? Whether the actual answer is yes or no, I'm expected to say no. The proper answer is no. Okay, okay, we can agree. We can agree there. Okay, here's what the answer was. Oh, it was not that. It was that, but there's a there's an asterisk. Mm. Well, no, you can't. 
You can't be you can't be not racist for sixty nine years of your life and then be elected president and then suddenly be racist. Oh wait, it gets better. Follow up question. Hmm. Was birtherism would you consider birtherism racist? Hmm. Now, going by your logic, D. Randall. Yeah. The answer should still be no. No, of course not. Because now you've established that you don't think your father-in-law is racist. Correct. And so that nothing he's done could be construed as racist. Correct. So when you bring up birtherism, something that he mostly authored. Probably. The answer should probably still be no. Because yeah. you're you're dying on the line. Now. Yeah, you got to. Okay. Here was the answer. Oh, it was not that. It was not that. Hmm. Was birtherism, would you consider birtherism racist? I wasn't there for that. Uh, hmm? I know. Hmm? The guy followed up. I know. Huh? Was it racist? I wasn't around for that. I know. Was it racist? I can't comment on parts of the campaign um, that I wasn't there for. I mean, he's here. He's clearly here in office now, and he's doing a lot of great things. Um, I think I broke D. Randall, y'all. <laughs> hey, so here's my thing. So if a racist tree falls in the woods and Jared Kushner... Is not a was not around or part of the campaign to hear it. It didn't make a noise. I. It didn't say nigger. I. Okay. Um. Here's what's amazing about that. Um. He was so afraid. So the so the so the answer is yes. We all know that the answer is yes. It birtherism is is racist. Is very racist. Racist. It's racist as fuck. As fuck. Racist. Absolutely. Hundred percent. He's in an awkward situation because he should just say no and keep it moving. Absolutely. Dead ass. The problem is he knows that it's racist. Facts. So he's trying to figure out a way to give an answer that is both factual. And in no way implicates that Donald Trump is racist. So he replies by saying, I wasn't there. The actual answer is yes. He cannot say no because he'll be called on that. Right. And probably educated on it. Facts. Absolutely. So he says no. Now, had I been in the journalist chair. Okay. I would have responded with a control question. People understand what control questions are. Sure. They're used to establish a baseline of truth. Absolutely. I would have said, Jared, um, you were not around for slavery. Was slavery good or bad? Understanding that you were not around for it. Was it a good or bad thing? Is slavery racist? He he would have said, I was not around for that. He would have said, I was not around for that. And that's this this is why and then you're and then it's and then after that it's totally fine to just slap the shit out of him like it's, it's just 
this is why it's hard to be this is why it's hard to be black in America y'all this is how hard, how hard it is to be black in America because the motherfuckers that are guilty of propagating a lot of this shit that we have to suffer from and deal with the mental gymnastics like yeah they they are so bold about shit remember this nigga this nigga wanted the Central Park Five to get the death penalty he was bold about that sure shit. Did. Took out a full page ad on that shit. He had all that energy. My thing is, if you gonna have that energy at that time, when somebody asks you, "Nigga, are you racist?" Have that energy and say yes. So really, have that energy. So ultimately, I'm sorry. Not only does Jared Kushner need to shut the fuck up, we got to shut the fuck up talking to him. Just stop. Just stop, y'all. We have to go ahead and put him in the box with Tommy Loren, with Yes Jules, and I submit our number one person who should shut the fuck up, Uh Miss Candace Owens. Candace Owens has been Candace Owens and all over the place again. A.K.A. the ebony porn of Tommy Loren. Oh! Oh! I'm just saying. Oh no! It's true. Yeah. Um, what has Candace Owens been up to? Not perming her hair. Uh, definitely not. Um, uh, and uh, adding to her glorious collection of terrible lace fronts. Oh man, here comes the last shot. <laughs> oh god, it took, damn. damn. Randall took that one to the head. God damn. That did not go down clean at all. <laughs> Let's go. So. Uh, Candace Owens was responding to um, the latest buzz about Ava DuVernay's um, uh, uh, when they when they see us is that what it okay mm-hmm. when when they see us. By the way, I should add on a side note. I haven't watched it yet, but praise Ava DuVernay for Thanos snapping Linda Fairstein the fuck out of here. She deleted her Twitter. She's gone underground. I'm mad that it took them releasing this to finally get her out the paint. Whatever gets, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, y'all. Um, so Candace Owens was tweeting that uh, black people are just being emotional and they are fools if they think this was this was put out um, because they give a fuck about black people, whoever they are. I hope she doesn't mean they. As in Ava, as a in, black woman. As in other black people. Right. Um, huh. She also then, this is the clincher, she also then went to went out to tweet that black people were not paying attention to the actual facts of the case and went strong and wrong and dug her heels in and said that the Central Park Five totally, absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, did it. Which is literally among the three worst things you can ever say as a as a human being of color, as a black person, as anybody in America right now. People have literally been poring over the facts <clears throat> in this case for the last, how, how long has it been? 25 years? Or longer? Yeah, about almost 30 years. Yeah. So people have literally been poring over the facts of this since the shit happened. Um, and here's my other thing. If you try to convict five black people of something and they eventually overturn it in this America, in this America, 
They didn't do that shit. They probably didn't do it. They didn't do that shit. Nobody's overturning shit off of emotion for black people. Right. There, there, there is no incentive for overturning convictions on black people whatsoever. There's no incentive. So if they overturn anything, it means that somebody fucked up the first time. And with that, I think we've hit that point. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've said this yet about Candace Owens on this show, but I'm saying it now. It's time to put Candace Owens in the box. There was never a time that she should have been taken out the box. Also true. Because people like her, Tommy Loren, and a lot of, and a lot of other talking heads, they're, 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 used, they're used to sensationalize topics. They don't contribute anything to the, to, the, to the public discussion of anything. They don't contribute anything whatsoever. They're just there as sensationalized talking heads to, to draw reactions out of people. They're not adding anything to either side. Right. And and they're not you're not looking at them and going, Okay, well they you know, through their actions they made a positive change in this direction or anything like this. They literally just go up there with their unpermed heads and they just say vile shit to get a reaction from people and then play the victim role like, Ah, well, you know, you're just saying this because I'm this and that, but I know what I am and blah blah blah. You just need to wake up. But what the fuck do you do? <laughs> That's what I want to know from her. Like, what do you actually do except just say shit? I want to know, like, does she clock in somewhere? Does she get paid for the by the word? Like, like what? What's the pay scale for what she does? Like, and and, and this is and the questions like this are why Candace Owens needs to be in the box because, much like Tommy Loren. Much like Yes Jules, uh, much like, let's even say Kanye, they're not contributing anything to either side. I don't see anybody on on Candace Owens' side of the fence retweeting or mm-hmm. or being like, oh, I, 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 uh, nobody of mm-hmm. note at least, going, oh, a thousand percent. Oh, a thousand percent I believe what you're saying. Nobody. Or nobody's backing this up. It's not being. Re- I don't think it's being reported mm-hmm. on on Fox News. Nope. Not even them. They don't give a fuck about the ass. I, I, I. You know, Stacey Dash isn't backing her up wherever the fuck she is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't see anybody on that side really biting down and defending her, and they defend their own. But we know why they don't consider her their own. She doesn't. She doesn't. We know. But we know why they don't consider her one of their own. My problem with so many black conservatives, though, and and, and, and here's the thing, and I, I, I apologize for going off on a tangent. No, 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 do, do you think? Here's think. the thing. The concept of conservatism at its core is not a bad thing. No. Um, because more black people in our community that we know, that we talk to every day, are way more conservative than they think they are. Right. They are. And... It, it in its nature is not a bad thing. Sure. Now the Republican Party and the way that it has historic that it's treated black people over the last few decades, absolutely terrible. Hundred percent. And let's keep it funky. A few generations before the Democratic Party was the exact same way. Let's keep it funky. Absolutely. The parties themselves are part of the problem. The actual ideals behind them, in their purest form, are not. So I I don't I don't. I don't criticize someone for being a black conservative because at its core there is a place for it the problem that i have is that 
too many of the black conservatives that we see and hear are just so blatantly anti-black. The yeah. one, the ones that are given public platforms tend to be the ones that are more anti-black. And you don't have, and you don't have to be conservative, black conservative and anti-black. You, you, you they, they can exist outside of each other. Yeah. Uh, so people like Candace Owens and the one dude, um, Pierre, Pierre, whatever his name is, the dude that's always on. CNN, the little black peel-headed dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name dude, is. that isn't Van Jones. Yeah. You know, they always they they always come across as so anti-black when you don't really have to be that way. It's, and it's unfortunate. I personally have known black conservatives who have just been like, I, well, not in the Trump era. I vote conservative because I believe in certain things, this, this, and that. And I, I respect their ideals behind it. But those people that I've spoken to on a personal level are not anti-black. Like, like I, I never hear Candace Owens talking about anything except to criticize what black people say and do. And my thing is, right. if you were really about your principles, you would talk shit about everybody across the board. And not just black people. That's what I have a problem with her and her undyed roots. Like, oh. just get up off that bullshit. And then maybe, actually, I wouldn't listen to you even then because she comes across as ignorant and ill-informed. Facts. Fuck her. Fuck Tommy Lauren. Fuck Van Jones. <laughs> I learned. We got to get one of those off. I learned this week that Herman Cain drinks, uh, he drinks Crown. Of course he does. But fuck him. Fuck Michael Steele. Is Michael Steele still no. talking? I mean, he, he doesn't like the Republican Party and what it's become, but fuck him for like five years ago. Retroactively, absolutely. Yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shucking and jiving. Fuck all y'all. Eat a dick. Inhale a dick. Eat a black dick, preferably. Something you wouldn't like. <laughs> and shut the fuck up. Okay, 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 okay shut up. D. Randall, have we done a podcast? After two weeks off, we have done a podcast. We have done a fucking podcast. You are fucking right. Boy, did we do the hell out of a podcast. God damn so, it. that leaves five episodes? Yeah, this was number 45, so we got five until we hit that magic number. Five until the big five zero. Oh, I'm so amped. I'm amped for the live shit. I'm amped for the, for the meet and greet. Hmm. Still playing the meet and greet. You're gonna get information about that coming soon. Um, somebody hit us up about hors d'oeuvres. Oh, we'll talk. Yeah, oh. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it off air. But somebody <laughs> actually hit us up about um, so for the fiftieth. Oh, now granted, I was wasted. It was it, I was I was in I was in Brooklyn. It was the weekend. I was hopping. I think I was on spot number three. Hey. So I was shit faced. If they hit you, it don't matter. We will accept hors d'oeuvres. We will accept. Um, so yeah, um, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be chaotic. I want to see everybody that can hear the sound of my voice right now at the meet and greet. Um, it's gonna be at a nice location, I suspect. Mm. Um, it, you know, it's not gonna be a big deal about sections, man. Just show up. We're gonna find us. We're gonna be taking up the biggest space. Show up, 
find us, shake my hand, take a picture with me. I'll buy you. I might buy you a drink. We might do shots. Who knows? Well, I was going to say, most importantly, pour up. Most importantly, pour up. Uh, you got to drink with me at least once. Um, so you health nuts, drink all the water you can that week. <laughs> Talking to you, Roy. Uh oh. Drink all the water you can. Because the shit's going to be ignorant. Uh, Team Oz, y'all the realest. Y'all some real ones. I love you um, for supporting us this long. Um, and, and yo, if you listen to other podcasts in Houston, tell them about us. Put the call out. I want to see some. If you do a podcast and you live in Texas and you listen to this shit, I want to see you there too. This is not just about me. This is not just about D. Randall. That's right. This is about us putting a new face on Houston, Texas podcasting. We're out here. We deserve representation. We want. We're represent. We're out here representing for y'all too. So yes, this is a celebration of us. Come out, have a drink with me, shake my hand. Let's let's plan to do an episode together. Let's do a crossover episode. Mm. Let's get this Marvel universe just getting big as fuck. That's what it's all about, man. Until then. Church announcements, D. Randall? No, 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 no. I'm okay. Good. Until then. This has been episode 45. I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. God damn, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs>